Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I'm going to kick off this hour of the show with a PSA of sorts. There's a weird scam that's spreading. Listen to this. A woman was minding her business, just putting gas into her truck at a gas station. And this guy comes to her and says, oh, a beautiful woman like you, you should not be pumping your own gas. And she's like, nah, it's okay. I got it. He said, no, no, no. I'm a gentleman. Let me help you out. And I will pump the gas for you. I mean, you don't want to ruin your great outfit, do you? And she's like, no, 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 I got it. He said, no, I insist I am going to pump the gas for you. She's like, all right. Okay. So then she goes home and suddenly she gets an alert from her bank that she spent $168 at that gas station. Well, here's what the deal is. It's a new scam called pump switching. The scammer who wants to pump the gas for you, yeah, he's stealing from you. They they never put the nozzle back and they end up putting gas in their own car. So if somebody offers to pump gas for you, just say, nope, I have this, stay away. You know, speaking of gas stations, don't do you remember when you were a kid and you would either walk your bike or carry your bike over to a local gas station because maybe, you know, the bike tires needed some air? Well, it's not free anymore. It costs like a dollar fifty. And I asked the gas station attendant why, and he just said one word inflation. Oh, 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 I heard you laugh there. And listen, on that happy note, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And to those of you joining us for the first time, a warm welcome to you. We're just thrilled to have you aboard. And if you're a lawyer listener, welcome back. You look amazing, darling, because after all, I'm Kim Commando, America's digital goddess here with you. It's the biggest show. It's the most trusted show about all things digital. You can find my award-winning show on over 420 top radio stations throughout the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for My Last Name Commando. And you can find us as a commercial-free podcast and webcast over inside the Commando community. And you get a 30-day free trial. You can sign up right now over at commando.com and just hit that big old button that says Commando Community. And a huge hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network radio, reaching over 375,000 U.S. service members, serving in 175 countries. And I just love this. 200 ships at sea get the Kim Commando Show. And I know that you have a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. I mean, come on. That's why our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on a, a big-time radio show and podcast, hey, I get that. You can always drop me your questions over at the website. That's commando.com with a K, of course. And there's a link that says email Kim. I read every single note that you send me there. Again, that's commando.com with a K. All right, just for you, I check out 35 different websites every single day to make sure that both of us are up to date on all things digital. And here are the top five things that you need to know about tech that's happening right now. Now, I'm sure you've heard the story all over the news this past week that in the skies of South Carolina, it's just a crazy story, wasn't it? A pilot had to eject himself from an F-35 after it went haywire. Now, the F-35 on autopilot just kept flying without anybody in there. It was missing until later it was found it just crashed. So what exactly happened? Well, a question is quietly being asked by the Department of Defense, the Marine Corps, and some tight-lipped military pilots. 
was our new $80 million F-35 stealth fighter. Was it hacked? Now, here's another question. Why did it take a whole day for them to find it? The government will only say that the fighter had some sort of malfunction, and they don't want to say what the malfunction was. Now, the big fear is that with thousands of the aircraft's computer chips manufactured in Taiwan, which is riddled with, you know who, Chinese spies, could those chips be compromised? Now, if all this sounds like a spy novel, it is. I don't know if you've ever read this book. It's fascinating. It's called Ghost Fleet. It was written by P.W. Singer back in 2015. It asked the question, could China paralyze our high-tech military to actually win a war? And now the question has suddenly become real. Once again, that book, it's called Ghost Fleet. It's really a great read. All right, number two on our list is open your mind for just a minute. Imagine having this little computer chip right inside your brain that could cure disease or just enhance your quality of life. That's the promise of Elon Musk's other company called Neuralink. Now, it just got the thumbs up from the FDA for trials, and now they're on the lookout for volunteers uh, people who have are maybe quadriplegic and they have a reliable caregiver. Those are the two requirements. So Elon Musk tweeted out that the first human patient will soon receive this Neuralink device. Now, what is it? It's coin-sized and it plugs directly into your brain and it uses what's called a BMI. Uh, this BMI stands for Brain Machine Interface. It's powered by a lithium-ion battery, very, very thin wires that listen and talk to your brain cells, almost feels like they're having their own conversation. So signals that the Neuralink device picks up are sent to a special computer that understands what your brain is trying to do or say, and it turns those thoughts into actions. So a person who's paralyzed could text just by thinking about what they want to say. Really amazing stuff. So if you or someone you know wants to volunteer, uh, the form is over on the Neuralink website. Number three, oh, this happened in an airplane bathroom, as if it's not gross enough. On a flight from North Carolina to Boston, a 14-year-old girl needed to use the potty. Well, weirdly, a male crew member stops her and says, oh, no, don't use this one. Go to the first-class restroom. He says there's something about a broken toilet seat, but it's okay to use. So she heads in, does her business, but as she's about to flush, she notices a sign made of stickers saying, seat broken right there on the toilet lid a camera phone with the flash on was there hidden behind the sign so she snapped a photo of the setup and obviously it was there to record her she showed the picture to her parents they rushed back to the bathroom the phone was gone and so when they when they take the pic they take it right over to the pilot and they ask to show him so fast forward to them landing police are waiting at the gate the fbi stepping in Isn't that just gross? It is. Uh, Number four on our list, is that a five-star review or is it a fake review? Now, that's the old question when you go to Yelp. Some reviews are genuine, some of them aren't. So Yelp is no stranger to dealing with fake reviews. They've actually flagged, they say, thousands of businesses that were caught red-handed, manipulating ratings, hiring people to write reviews, you know, the whole shebango. So now it's putting out a list of all of them, index that lists the U.S. businesses that have at some point dabbled in suspicious activities, what they say. It's a new feature called Consumer Alerts on their Trust and Safety page. Uh, You have the power to pull up a business's entire rap sheet. What you do is you click on one of the businesses on the list. It shows you the evidence that it has. Uh, I mean, mean, how they're trying to manipulate reviews. It's kind of cool that they're calling them out. Unless it's a fake review at an Indian restaurant. Why? 
because we all like a little nan fiction. Oh, 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 yes. Finally, this coming in at number five. What is Mr. Rooster, Rooster really trying to say? What is it? Or when a Miss Hens is like, buck, 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 what's the deal? Well, thanks to artificial intelligence, scientists over in Japan, they have gotten to the bottom of this. And they claim that AI can now figure out if a chicken is happy, sad, or even scared with an 80% accuracy rate. See, you never thought that AI would be useful. So they released a few clips, and we're going to play a game. We're going to guess the chicken's mood, okay? And let's start with track number one. Okay, let's hear it one more time, one more time. Okay, AI says that that is a happy chicken. Okay, Uh, track number two. Ooh, that's a hungry chicken. In case you couldn't figure that out. Let's see, track number three. Okay. AI says that's just a tired chicken. That's what AI says. Uh, And finally, this one coming in at number four. Okay. That's a chicken in pain. (laughs) Never thought we would know this. But again, because of technology and AI, we now do. We now do. All right, let's start with Matt in Cottonwood, California. Hi there, Matt. Glad to have you with us. I have a 16-year-old daughter that's getting ready to drive, and I'm one of those crazy parents that have not given their kids cell phones yet. Ooh, you know what? You've held out. Wow. Yeah, I I have. Yeah. So she hasn't had a cell phone yet, and um, she's getting ready to drive, and I want a cell phone that does not have internet ability and does not have the availability to uh, have uh, social media apps. So my my dilemma is where I live, I don't have cell signal. So all of our calls at home are made on Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And so is there a flip phone I can get that will be able to accomplish this? Or is there uh, software I can download to a smartphone to be able to make it a dumb phone, <laughs> but still make calls on Wi-Fi. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to throw you I'm going to throw you a curveball. Okay, she's 16. She's going to go to college yes. in two years. I don't know about you, but when I went to college, there were those kids that went crazy. You know the ones I'm talking about that the parents kept oh, them yeah. kept them so sheltered that when they went out on their own. They were the worst. I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, I had kids that their parents were vegans. And then the first thing they did, they went to McDonald's for two weeks in a row. Or (laughs) the parents said, you know, you're not going to drink and we don't drink. And then all of a sudden they're at the frat parties and throwing up the next day. Now, I don't know your daughter. I don't know your family. But what I would rather you do is that you give her a phone and you teach her to be a good digital citizen. And you teach her the rules the road now, just like she's learning to drive, so that when she does go out on her own and is she and she is a self-sustaining adult, that she has the tools and the knowledge to make the right decisions and not to be taken by the scammers and 
uh, stalkers and creepos and everybody else on the internet because she nobody taught her the right and the wrong way to handle a phone. See, if you take everything away from her, you're not teaching her. And a phone is going to be with her her entire life. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that you give her a phone. And you go, oh, here, sweetheart, daddy loves you. Let me know how you're doing with your phone two weeks from now. I'm not saying that. <laughs> what right. I'm saying is, here, sweetie, dad's going to give you a phone. And I'm going to lock it down certain ways until I think that you are knowledgeable enough to use this. And let's first of all, let's talk about how much time we're going to spend on our phone every day and what's the main purpose of a phone and of having a phone is not a rite of passage. You're not getting this just because you turned 16. You're getting this because I think that you're mature enough to handle it right now. And I'm going to teach you how to use it the right way. So we're, we're not going to use the phone at dinner time. If I tell you that to put your phone away, then I expect that phone to be put away and I want it on the kitchen counter. I need to know every one of your passwords. And I'm going to know exactly what you're doing on that phone. If I see anything that's done inappropriately or wrong, then I'm going to take that phone away. And let's talk about everything else on this phone. Okay. There's social media. There are people who are going to pretend that they're 18 years old and that they think you're beautiful and they want to meet you. You don't talk to strangers. You may see things online that you wish you've never seen. Then you need to tell me about that so we can talk about how to block that content. And why did you go there in the first place? If somebody asks you to send them a naked picture, I know that sounds strange, but they're out there. You're not going to send any naked pictures. Okay. Because this is what they're faced with now. And you want her to have internet because if she gets in a car accident, you want an automatic notification if she can't reach her phone. And you're not going to get those capabilities with a flip phone. You're just not going to get it. So rather than this, rather than just cutting her off at the knees, what I want you to do is to monitor her text messages. I want you to monitor her social media. And I want you to get alerts. If a word or something pops up, then you know it's there. She can't change the parental controls. You get real-time location tracking. You could say, I want to know when she leaves the house. I want an alert. I want to know when she leaves school. I want to know when she gets to work. I want to know when she comes home. So how do we do that? Exactly. That's the solution. Now, the solution is a few ways. Number one, you get an Android phone and I can send you all the steps. You set up restricted profiles. You uh, disable unwanted apps. You can disable Wi-Fi. You can turn off app store access. There's something called safe search. You can only search for certain things. And then you can also use Family Link uh, where you set time limits. You can lock the device at specific times. You can approve apps, hide apps. And there's something called Norton Family you can put on a phone. If you're looking for a phone for your teenager, just like I talked about, about monitoring and tamper-proof and location tracking and screen limits, there's only one. And I wish I could tell you that there were three, but it's called the Bark Phone. And I'm going to send you a link to it, okay? And it looks like a really nice Android phone, which is, you know, what I like about that, too, is that she's not going to look like a freak carrying a flip phone. Well, she's... She's looked like a freak without a phone for entire life. So all of her friends know that her dad, that incidentally works in law enforcement and sees the. Okay. Now you just, now I know where you're coming from. I understand because if you're in law enforcement, you've seen all the lowest of the low and you know what's out there and nobody is going to hurt your baby. But we want to teach her to handle the bad people because she's going to run into them. You can only protect her so much. When she's 18, 19, 20, I want to make sure that she's smart. 
And that's where you come in and that's where you monitor everything that she does. And she knows you're going to monitor. I mean, she knows that. It's a given. Okay. But I think I really want you to look at the Bark phone. It's like $50 a month and it does everything that I said. They're not a sponsor of the show. How I got introduced to them, they're a sponsor in our free newsletter. So you may see the link in there. But I have a family member who's in a similar situation. She's the eldest of six kids. And dad's pretty uh, bent on not giving her a phone. Uh, explained to him just what I explained to you. Now she's got this phone, and and he's he feels pretty confident that she's learning how, how to be a good digital citizen and a safe digital citizen. So, uh, Matt, check out the Bark phone. And then I'll also send you, you know what, I'm going to send you Maddie's screening today. We're going to send you all the steps that it takes to lock down an Android phone. But also I'm going to send you a link to that Bark phone. But I think it's I think it's perfect for you. I really do. And thank you for your call. I know we're all sitting here saying, how did this dad not give his teenager a phone and she's 16 years old? Wow, isn't that something? And before we go back to all of your phone calls, now, if your car is just sitting in your garage or your driveway, what you might want to do is consider renting it out to tourists or someone else who just needs a car as a side hustle. It's a good way to make money for kind of doing nothing at all. I recently rented a car for a few days in Miami. Rather than going the traditional route of renting a car at the airport, I used Toro. And it was actually super sweet. The car was delivered to my hotel, was clean both inside and out, and it was cheaper a day than those big name car rental companies. You know what I'm talking about. So if you list your car for rent on Toro, you can keep anywhere from 60 to 90% of the fees collected, depending on the insurance car protection plan that you select. Now, another site that works like Toro is called Get Around. Next up, Uber drivers. Yeah, they need a fairly recent car. And if you have one that works, hire drivers for you. Hire is H-Y-R-E, by the way. And your take is 75 to 85% of the car's rental fee. All right, let's see who's up next. Uh, Brady in Austin, Texas. Hi there, Brady. Well, I've been listening to your show for probably better than 20 years, and uh, I finally have a situation where I need some help. Awesome. Uh, I had an older uh, Galaxy phone that I, lo- that I lost the night before. I needed to leave town, and you know, I have to have, my, have to be able to communicate. And so I went to the store and was going to try to replace it with another Galaxy. They didn't have one, so I, I took whatever they had. It's very suboptimal, and so uh, in the meantime, I do want to get a Galaxy, but when I started doing research on, I guess, the current ones, is the cameras have these huge megapixel sizes, which tells me that the file size of those photos is going to be pretty large. Yeah, that's always and, been the, you know, it seems like every phone, it's like, now it's 12 megapixel, now it's 20, now it's 48 megapixel, you know, it's, and, uh, right. and it's, it's kind and of strange so, to think about it like that. And so I, I have this, I have this thing that I do where I do a lot, a lot of inspections and I have to take pictures, and I don't need incredible detail. I just need to, be able to kind of document whatever it is, and then I have to upload it to these websites. And some of these, some of these sizes, the these uh, the file sizes now are so large that either the website won't take it, or and I have to kind of crop it down to get the file size down, or it just it you know it either takes forever or it won't accept it at all. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out if there was some kind of I'm you know messing around with this phone that I have I couldn't see a setting and I don't know if there's some kind of wholesale way to do it or you know a setting in the phone or if there's some kind of I don't know if it's an app or whatever to, that I could do to uh, 
you know, wholesale, in a wholesale way, not mm-hmm. one at a time, preferably to change the file sizes. Usually somewhere inside the camera app, Brady, if you go into settings, and that will be that gear icon, mm-hmm. uh, what I want you to do is look for a picture size or it could be a resolution. And from there, nine times out of ten, you're going to be able to select a lower setting just because you said it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, when I try to email this, it's just too big. It's taking too long. And, of course, you can always crop that picture and lower the resolution to 75 or 150 DPI. Uh, But that becomes a bit of a hassle. So if you're looking for like a one-stop shop is, again, it's going to be inside the camera setting. And that's where we're going to look for resolution or picture size. And, you know, and, and it's interesting because so often we want these high resolutions so that this way we can do all the edits or we're going to shoot in raw, which those files are just huge. I mean, just humongous. Uh, but there are times when we just need a lower resolution. Like, you know, like, for example, if you're going to only going to be looking at a picture on the screen, uh, 150 DPI is great, maybe even 75 DPI. Now, if you're going to be printing it, that's when you want 300 DPI. If you're going to be uh, scanning it, maybe you do 600 DPI. But really, there, there's no reason to have anything higher than that, unless you're going to be doing really high-res prints. If you're going to be doing high-res prints, then that's what you're looking for. But again, just look in that camera app, and I bet you're going to have a way to just lower that down just right there, right inside the menus. Hey, Brady, thank you for your call. Now, if you're sitting there listening like, oh, I wish I could do that on my iPhone, Kim Commando, not just on an Android Well, there isn't a direct setting within the camera app to lower the resolution on an iPhone. So you can download a third-party app to do this, and that allows you to manually set the photo's resolution. Apps like Pro Camera can do that. You can also edit the resolution afterwards. You're just going to open up the photo, select Edit, and then you can crop it down. And there also are options that says Image Size or Reduce Photo Size. Now, this sounds a little old school, but it actually works. Now, whenever you attach a photo to the mail app and you try to send it, if it's super big, you're going to be prompted to select it in a smaller file size. So you have small, medium, and large. So if you're taking photos and it's a high resolution, but you're like, ah, I just need this one, you know, on a lower resolution, you can always just email that photo to yourself at a smaller size. And yeah, that's an insider secret that works every single time. All right, so you've been eyeballing the new iPhones or the new Pixels or whatever is out there, and you're like, what do I have to do with my old phone to make sure that all of my personal data is gone for good? Well, you have a couple of steps. Number one, you want to back up your device first because think about this. Your phone contains your entire life, doesn't it? Your pictures, your videos, your contacts. It's all stored in this one piece of tech, and losing it could be devastating. So it's always a good idea to have a backup. Over on the website, we have the exact steps to do this if you're on iPhone, Samsung, or on a Google Pixel. And then once it's backed up, that's when you want to do a complete factory reset because this way all your personal stuff is just gone into the intergalactic Bitbucket. And again, in this tip, we're going to tell you the best way to do it, but it's generally under the settings menu, and it's going to say transfer or reset the phone. And then those are the steps that you'll find again over on the website. You also want to protect your personal information. Uh, Head over to your iCloud or Google Drive because you want to make sure that you manually unlink that. You want to clean up your device. Yeah, it can be pretty gross. And we want to make sure that all the grit and the grime and, you know, let's just face it. You used your phone on the potty. So there might be some other weird stuff on there. And in order to check the value of your device, 
Uh, you can check Apple's current trade-in program. You can also use something like Gazelle or Declutter. And don't forget that Amazon will also take your goods, your old phones and tablets or whatever, also as trade-in. You get some uh, Amazon gift cards in, in return. So in case you want to check this out because you need all those steps, hey, we totally have your back. Head over to commando.com. There's a big old option there that says show picks and just click right there. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Let's see, Bob in Worcester, Massachusetts, you're up next. Well, I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm a traveling salesman, so I'm uh, on the road an awful lot. Actually, I'm at a show right now myself working, but um, I, uh, you know, rent cars a lot on the road. And uh, recently I was, uh, you know, in a car and all these other people's data pops up when you're, when you're plugging your phone and it wants to download everything. And I've always said no, right. but I recently just, traded in my truck. Uh, my wife needed a new car, and I said, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to trade it in. And suddenly, when I got in my next rental vehicle and all that stuff popped up, I went, oh, my God, how much of that stuff is still on my truck that I just traded in to the dealer? And that's sort of my question. I'm trying to find out how much data is there. And even though I called um, GM OnStar and I said, can you delete all that? And they said yes, and I still wonder whether they really mm. could or can't. And, uh, I'm, you know, it's one of those things that I've been following you for a long time. Thought it'd be a perfect question. You'd be the perfect person for it. Well, thank you, Bob. Um, well, as you are so astute in noting is that when you do plug your phone into a rental car, all of a sudden you see other people's data, right? Uh, and that's why I've always recommended that when you take your phone out of that rental car is that you make sure that you do a factory reset or at least delete your data because this way whoever gets in the car next you know they're going to have access to everything so what kind of data is there well of course your phone contacts right your call logs uh any type of navigation data especially if you set certain locations to be work and home okay uh then they have your home address any type of mobile apps um Wi-Fi network information, even the codes to your garage doors. Now, there is uh, a law that if you do sell a used car and it does have data on the inside, is that that dealer has to make sure that that data is all removed and erased. Uh, And there's a website called the Vehicle Privacy Report. And it's, it's interesting to me. This is a company that this is how they make their money, is by making sure that any used car doesn't have the data installed in it when it gets sold again. But when you go to their website, what I think is so fascinating is that you can type in uh, your make and model and year of your car, and then you can see what type of data that that car is tracking about you. So it's kind of working on the flip side. So if you're concerned about your new car and you want to see what it's tracking, uh, you can go ahead and go to that website. We have a link to it over at uh, commando.com, but the vehicle privacy report. But it's a really good question, Bob, um, because, you know, yep. where is your data going? And, you know, people at OnStar, they did say that they removed it. I would feel pretty safe that they have removed it because, again, we do have that law. 
uh, okay. put into play that that they do have to do a complete factory reset because when we think about it, what are our cars nowadays? What are they, Bob? Uh, they're, they're the giant computers. Yeah, I mean, they're exactly. driving on you know computer on wheels is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and, and every car has at least fourteen hundred microprocessors, and it, it's kind of remarkable when you think about it. Like you know, even this morning, I, I jumped in my husband's car, and it's like, and automatically it came up, and it said. Uh, you're not Barry. And I thought, you know what? They probably are weighing the seat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because how else would they know that it wasn't, you know, my husband? So so it was just so it's, you know, sometimes it's discerning and you're like, oh, what's going on? But then other times it's like, OK, I do like those lane avoidance uh, detectors right. and those alarms. Yeah. Uh, I do like to have my garage door code in there. I do like to have Apple CarPlay and all my apps, and I do like to be able to have navigation data. Uh, and so, you know, with all convenience, unfortunately, comes a lack of privacy. And so, what are all these automakers doing with this data? Oh, you're so smart. You get to go to the bonus round. Is they're selling it and making money? Yes, that's what they're doing. Uh, Bob, thank you for your call today. Hey, that website that I mentioned is vehiclepracyreport.com. Once again, that's vehiclepracyreport.com. Sue in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Oh, I'm excited. Um, From one of your newsletters, which I read every day, uh, you had something about a guest network for your different things that you have uh, in your house Uh rather than putting it through the same network. Now, I have an Asus RT... AC5300, it's about six years old, but it seems to still work really well. But I have CASA, which is the TP-Link units for turning on lights on Mm -hmm. and off, and uh, Blink, I have 10 units on the Blink, and I have five Alexa units on. Well, you you know what? You're just wired and fired over there, Sue. That's awesome. I know. At one time, I was an early adopter of everything, and that's what happened is, I'm, you know, getting older and the brain's not working as well. And No, I, I don't know. Work. You know what? You you can use that excuse on somebody else. Okay. It's not, uh, <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm not falling for this crap. I mean, oh, I'm old again and I can't think of my memory's gone and I've got 22 devices on my network. No, uh-uh, doesn't go together. Let me tell you what you need. First of all, a router okay. that's six years old, too old. Okay. Okay. Probably isn't getting the right firmware updates anymore. You can try to see if it does. So the whole idea with the guest network is that we're going to put all your Internet of Things on a separate network so that if, in fact, one of them gets hacked, it doesn't get to your primary network and all your important files that are on that network. Uh, okay. So I'm going to send you a link to the newer router, uh, newer router that will work with everything that you have. And, um, and it also has a guest network. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, we're on Wi-Fi six now. I don't know what you're on, but it's, um, probably not there anywhere. Now, did you say you had a TP link? Did you have TP link? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So what I want you to do is, um, Maddie, I know you're screening today. Uh, give Sue the link to that TP link AX5400. That's the model number. TP link. AX5400. Well, I want you to get a 5400. It's a Wi-Fi 6 router. And uh, it's about, oh, I don't know, it's about $600. or No, not $600. I'm sorry. It's about $160. 
And so it, it's got USB ports for media sharing. It's got uh, some AV parental controls are free. But I like that it will work with all your other existing TP-Links. Uh, you know, six years on a router, folks. Time to, time to like, turn it in and get a new one, especially if it's not getting any more firmware updates. And Sue, thank you for your call. Such a great question. Hey, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you check out my podcast, Kim Commando. Because not only do we have Kim Commando today, that's Monday through Friday, and each podcast is about 30 minutes. So it's perfect if you're going on a walk or run, uh, just getting some chores done, or maybe you're going on a drive. But we also have our daily tech update, and this one's growing like crazy. You don't want to miss this one, because every single day you get two things. You get the top news story in just a minute and you get a top digital tech life tip that you're going to use time and time again. So wherever you get your podcast, make sure you search for Commando with a K. You want to get Kim Commando today and also our daily tech update. And if you are already loving our podcast, oh, do me a huge favor and make sure that you give us a great five-star review and say a kind word or two about the podcast because that helps more people find our podcast. All right, the safest airplane seat. Now, according to research from Harvard, flying in the U.S., Europe, and Australia is way safer than driving a car. But let's say you still can't shake that fear of flying. You're booking your ticket online. You're staring at that seating chart saying, oh, where should I sit? Well, Doug Dury, a professor at Central Queensland University, did all the serious number crunching. And what he found is super interesting. Now, you remember what your answer was? The aisle seats at the back of the plane, those are your go-to. If something does happen, and again, chances are super low, the fatality rate for those seats is around 28%. So the next time you're booking a flight, I want you to remember these words. Aisle seat, back of the plane. You want to be the on the aisle in the very back of the plane. Hey, on that note, make sure that you tell three friends about the Kim Commander Show because knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 